till the 12 after dark with Dirty Red. Hey, boys, they done messed around and put your boy in the pilot seat and let me run this thing. Get your ass ready. We're fixing to have a little bit of fun up in here now. All right, uh, I am obviously joined by a couple of greats. I don't know how good of players they were, but they're great. They're great people, great individuals. Christian Hackenberg, former Penn State quarterback, NFL quarterback. Hack, what's good, baby? Uh, I'm just trying to match his energy right now, Clint. I'll get there eventually, but I'm trying to match it. I, I'm vibing with it, so we'll see how how much of this bourbon is going to get me right there. Hey. It'll, it'll get me there close soon. Here we go. Get your ass on board. Let's go, Hack. And my man, George Whitfield, QB guru. See, you can see him on ESPN any given Saturday. Hell, he might show up on game day. You never know. He's in the weight room right now, folks. But what's good, George? Mm -hmm. well, what's up, Clint? I figured I'd come down here, get right, before I get in here and buckle in with you, because ain't no telling where we're going on this one. So I figured this is the most appropriate place for me to be right now. Well, you, you're encouraging me. All my fellas out there, man, get your ass in the weight room every now and then. Get a little workout in every now and then, man. How about it, huh? We're talking field of 12 here. We are powered by Bet Rivers. You can find us on Sirius XM app any day of the week. And uh, that merch store. You guys got your merch? You guys got merch. your merch? Oh, man. Come on. Go to the store. Oh, damn, there we go. Cussing, discuss. They can't even see it, can they, Hack? No, they can't. Ah, you get the point. Go to the merch store, baby. Yeah. Field of 68.shop. Go go check the merch out. They got some really cool stuff, really cool apparel right there. But we're going to chop up a little college football tonight, a little week five preview, some top 25 battles. Several top teams will be tested, obviously. We're going to pick some games. I think George I think George Whitfield, he's, he's, a, uh, he's a virgin. He hadn't picked games yet. So have uh have not. We'll see. We'll see what G's got. And and obviously we start this thing with a toast of the night. And being the southern gentleman that I am, I'm gonna go ahead and let you hack. I'm gonna let you start this thing off with a little toast of the night. What do you got, boss? Oh shoot, man. Um, well, to be completely honest with you, Clint, I ain't even thought about it. Here's what I'm going to do. Well, you hit me with some stuff on a text prior to this. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to toast to just being happy that I'm here tonight and excited about these picks. Cause I know I'm going to bust your ass at the end of this. So <laughs> here's to that. And I'm just happy to be here tonight. All right, G what do you got, baby? I'm going to go ahead and put up a pre toast to the mighty Jayhawks. Of Lawrence, Kansas, everybody's favorite team right now. At least they should be. There's white walkers out there. The Roman armies, again, they're on their normal crusade. There's some other ones uprising, but there's no uprising right now like the one in Lawrence. So to the Jayhawks, let's get to 6-0, and baby. All right. I tell you what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mix this thing up a little bit. Just to, to, to uh, no surprise. I'm going to go from a toast to a prayer. Our, 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 our man Tua, our man Tua, all oh, joking yeah. aside. Yeah. All joking aside. Yeah. Last week, last week, I don't know what was wrong. I don't know how it was handled, if it was handled right or wrong. But there was a there was an apparent head injury. Uh, and tonight, early in this Miami Dolphins Thursday night game, great ball game, Miami and, and Cincinnati, Tua gets sacked and he goes down again, gets stretchered off the field, possible uh, head injury, man. It, it, it looked really bad. Prayers up for, for Tua, his family. I know his mama sitting up in his stands. Daddy sitting up in his stands was, was shook now. So prayers up to, the, to Tua and his family. Indeed. Well, guys, I, I want to I jump into this thing real quick, and we're going to start with some heavy hitters because we got a 
We got a top 10 matchup this week. We got number 10, NC State, versus number five, Clemson. And this is this is an interesting game. Last year, by the way, NC State uh, got Clemson last year. It was, it was one of the games where Clemson lost three ball games last year, I think. 27-21, double overtime, NC State was able to get them. Hack, let's start with you, man. Um, last week, last week, Clemson uh, 51, Wake Forest 45. H- how big was that W um, when you watch that game unfold? How big was that W for the for Clemson? I thought it was huge, and I thought the way they did it, uh, you know, kind of on DJ's back after the year he went through last year, um, for him to win that game for them. I mean, he went toe-to-toe with Sam Hartman all night. It was a fun game to watch, or all day. It was a fun game to watch, great game to watch. They went back and forth. But for them to come out on top, I think, is huge for his own psyche, and I think the the momentum of that team going forward. I talked about it in the preseason. When you, when you look at Clemson on paper, they're the best team in the ACC, hands down. Um, their roster can compete with anybody's. But, um, you know, I think they've just lacked that edge. And, and obviously it's hard because we're talking about last year and it was just, to me, it was such a deflating season, all the expectations, all the expectations going into it, that it was hard to overcome. So for me, the win last week was big. Um, and I really expect them to be coming back on a revenge tour for what you mentioned um, with NC state getting them last year. I think that this is a really good, really good chance for them um, at home to put another statement on here. Uh, and, and kind of clear the air about where they stand in the ACC. George, I know we're going to get to we're going to get to DJ, and I ain't going to try to say his last name. How you say it, George? Ungalele. Uh, well, hell, that ain't very hard. DJ Ungalele. I, I thought it was Ua Ungale. See there. See, I, I appreciate hey. that, both of y'all. Hell, right, I, 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 I let y'all two y'all two fight about that. I'm just going to call him DJ. Here's the deal. There you go. That, that last week's game, Clemson that and Wake Forest, right. was an absolute monster, man. I mean, Hartman and DJ back and forth, back and forth. But but really the story at this point in time is about DJ. We're talking about a guy that that last year threw nine touchdowns, ten interceptions. We're talking about a guy that held three weeks ago. Uh, everybody in the media, at least, was calling for his job. And, and I'd be a fool to believe that a lot, of, a lot of folks around that Clemson program didn't have their doubts at the very least. And then he comes out against Wake Forest. Gee, he goes 371 yards and five tugs in a, in a game where they had to have it. This wasn't a Clemson's no. got a great team around him and and all he's got to do is drive the ship. He had to come out and absolutely ball out, and the young man did it. What did that game mean, in your opinion, for DJ and, and obviously for Clemson moving forward? I'm talking to two quarterbacks that have been at it. Like, you guys have been in it and been in it at a high level. You know what confidence does. You know what confidence does when you won a couple and you know you didn't fully get a, you know, get your contribution in there. Boy, defense spotted me a couple times. The kicker got me through a couple. And you know you've got a couple performances in you. I just got to get out here and get it, you know, get it going. It did everything. Confidence. That's the, that's the most dangerous element a man can have, probably in general, but especially in quarterback. And we didn't see that in DJ in these first couple of weeks. You know, he had a couple of nice wins in Georgia Tech. Like, they didn't need him for a lot of these wins. They needed him last week, and he stepped up and delivered last week. And and also, so did that coordinator. These guys kind of got in a nice little groove, and boy, was that right on time. Because Clint, to be honest, 
they still haven't seen an opposite equal. Like Wake Forest can rise up, they can coach with you, and they can execute with you, but they don't have a ton of silverbacks at Wake Forest. And all credit due to Hartman and the skilled players, and those guys are playing great. NC State beat these guys last year. There's no no one walking around that building is like looking at this like the Super Bowl. They're looking at Clemson like, let's go get these guys again. They got the best quarterback in the league in uh, Devin Leary. Weapons all over the place. They had first-rounders go last year. There's no flinch. And even the secretary at NC State's like, I can't wait to see Clemson secretary. This is just like the confidence is up. Now, pressure comes if DJ isn't Clark Kent. If he has any kind of a cape on his back, that's a lot of pressure for NC State. That's a lot of pressure. Well, talk to me a little bit about NC State, man. You said the Leary kid is the best quarterback in the conference. That means you think he's better than DJ? I mean, I think he's better than DJ. I think he's better than Hartman. I mean, Hartman, I mean, he he played out of this world last year. If you watch Devin Leary, then you're talking 6'1-ish, maybe 2'10", 215, deadly accurate. Yeah. Deadly accurate, mid-range, deep ball. And it took those guys a little bit of time to get going this year. He lost two big linemen to the first or second round last year, lost a couple big weapons, but they execute. You're talking about a man that's going into his fourth year as a starter. Uh, supreme, supreme ball placement, well, you know, when he's throwing the ball. And he's got all the confidence in the world. He's got Coach Beck. Uh, Coach Beck has been the offensive coordinator at Texas and Ohio State. He's got all kind of big game experience. He's in there with Joker Phillips, who's in that same offensive meeting with room with him. Um, he just has a lot of firepower in, in terms of offensive structure. They trust him. They, they cut him loose. So to me, execution-wise, he's seen about all you can give him. You could disguise some things. You could bring some pressure from some places. This kid's seen a lot. It's a pilot with a lot of hours, so it's not too many weather patterns. He's gonna double, you know, you know, double take at. I, I think he's ready. Yeah. And for a program, NC State, I think they need this. They need this. You take this type of giant down back to back years, you can start to elbow your way into some of that ACC royalty. Well, whoever wins this ball game obviously is going to be the top team in in that particular conference. So you're right; they they need it. Here's here. I got a couple of things on Clemson, um, George and 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 Hack, and I'd like y'all's y'all's pushback on it. Mm-hmm. The thing about Clemson right now is is we've all Clemson's one of those teams, a lot like Alabama this year, where I don't think we're quite accustomed to seeing what we're seeing at the, at those respected universities. Alabama just reloads, and they got dudes that by week four, we know who they are. They're household names. They ain't got that this year on the offensive side of the football, right? No. You look at Clemson, and I watched all that game last last week against Wake Forest, and it was a hell of a football game. But I watched that whole game, and there was two things that really stood out to me about Clemson. They can't stop the run, and they can't pressure the passer the way that Clemson has been able to do in the past with just their top – with their front four. Right. What All luxury. respect. Here's, what a luxury that is, too. Here's what I will say to this, though, Clint, and, and you'll get this when I get down to it. Wake Forest is a unique breed when it comes down to what they do offensively. With that long mesh bullshit, they ask their three guys in the middle to just hold up right at the line of scrimmage, and all they're doing is are they committing that extra hat with that safety? If they are, I'm going to pull this thing and throw a post over the top or throw an isolated comeback to the backside. If he hangs back, 
I'm gonna hand it off, and it's basically a strong delayed draw. So yeah, if you, if I'm I'm asked like when I watched that game last last week, I'm sitting there going, the uniqueness of what Wake Forest brought challenged the strengths of Clemson defensively. Now, I think this matchup against NC State is going in the favor of that front seven at Clemson because those guys can flat out play. I mean, you got Brian Brees, you got uh, Murph. They got they got guys. They're deep. They're if you're going to try to drop back and attack these guys, you're going to have a you're going to have a problem all day long. Yeah. What I'm saying is I think Wake Forest presented a different – they put Clemson in a bind where they couldn't be as aggressive as they wanted to. They couldn't play the game of athletes as, that they have the advantage of across the mo- most of the ACC. And that's the tip of the cap to, to Wake Forest and understanding and knowing a certain scheme that they that they do yeah. day in, day out. And that's what I saw. I don't want – I'm sorry to jump on that. No, I no, no. That. I love it. Bring it. Bring that shit. I love it, baby. Yeah. I like it. No, no. I, look, look. Here, here's the thing is – heck, is, I completely agree with you, the uniqueness yeah. of it, right? But as yeah. I watch that ball game and I'm watching it unfold, the one thing that takes away or causes major problems with that slow mesh – is if you're you said it those front three can't hold up and your D line right. gets major push up the middle right? Clemson of the past was able to destroy shit like that. Is is yeah. my point? They right. did not do that right, and I'm talking about they did not do it for four quarters. That thing turned into a damn shootout. We're not yeah. talking about they struggled with it. We're talking about they were having to add bodies to the box mm. and put corners on an island that were getting absolutely torched consistently. So anyway, we slice it. I just don't believe that this Clemson front four is the same Clemson front four that we've watched in the past. In the past, they've been like Georgia. They've been like Alabama. Where them four up front just absolutely, I mean, wreak havoc, regardless of what what your your scheme is or anything like that. Again, all due respect to Wake Forces, I agree with you, Hack. That was a beautiful thing to watch. I, I don't know that I've ever sat down and watched four quarters of a Wake Force game, if I'm being yeah, completely honest. That was, that was some good shit, man. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the other deal is DJ wasted – and not, not, not on DJ, this is on their offense. They waste a lot of downs throwing 50-50 balls. Yep. And they either miss it completely or they don't have the dude that can go up and get it, again, the way that Clemson used to be able to do things. So I'm concerned about the D-line and what, they, what caliber are they really – on the defensive side of the football, and then that 50-50 ball that – I don't know that anybody's thrown that ball better than Clemson over the last 10 or 15 years, to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. And but I don't know if they got the dudes to do it this year, George. But I don't even know if it's about having the dudes to do it. I'd be curious to sit in that quarterback room or that offensive unit room and they go back and review the film. Was that the read? If yeah. you, you know if you got a horse out there that can do that type of a thing. Are we really trying – like? Is this what we're trying to do? It's just like in basketball. Is this the best shot we can take? I'd be curious to see if this is what they want. Yeah. All these big attempts. And I know what you're talking about. Every now and again, they can go up, rebound and get it. But is, is this the most efficient way for us? Yes, it's in the play. But are we supposed to be reading it and getting off of it? Are we hanging on it and saying, let's just, you know, damn the read. Just make a play for me. Are yeah. we really trying to make this hard living off of that? I'd be curious. I, I can't see all those being checked off when they go to break down the film and saying, good read, good read. I, I can't and see I'm, that. And I'm going to be honest with you. Last week, I think, was the highest percentage that they actually caught those 50-50 balls at mm-hmm. all the, the whole season. I think if you go back and look at it, they probably caught more 50-50 balls last week than they did 
the the previous three First games combined, four games four games yeah. combined um and i agree with you that's a very astute point and that's what i was going to get to clint is like i think defensively they still got the guys that can do it offensively they got a lot of unproven guys out there and that's that's a first for clemson that's uncharted territory like you said for the past 10 years and you're right they've had warlords so really in the past four or five years who's cranked yeah. out more receivers clemson ohio state Alabama, Bama, clemson lsu yeah, like, like those three. it's really four schools that have cranked yeah. out all these like superhero wide receivers clemson certainly one of them i don't know if they have a marquee guy that everybody in the defensive room is circling and yeah. underlining, they you know they sort of they respect him, but you're not rolling coverage to any of these guys yet. No. They either don't have him, or he hadn't emerged yet, one way or the other. But the moral of this story, man, fellas, is you got number ten NC State at number five Clemson, and will the real DJ please stand up? That's oh, it, man. That's it, baby. That's it. Well, I mean, who who shows up? The guy last year, the guy that struggled, uh, the job was questioned, or the guy that threw for three seventy one and five touchdowns. Last week, we shall see. I, hey, so Clint, on that though, they can help him get him into a rhythm, get a couple of balls called where a couple are automatics, sure. a couple are clean reads, get him a couple half field read deals, let him see himself tagging a couple of throws, play in front of the chains, and now he's got a little inertia to work off of. All these guys can't come out. Full field read, incomplete. That's all right. I got like some of these guys ride off emotion. If you're the coordinator, feed him a couple of things. Yeah. Get him a bubble. Get him a little something backside. Get a little his favorite two reads. Call those things with some run game. Let's get him going. You, yeah. you can get that big unicycle rolling by the second quarter if you set the first quarter up right. Is he the guy, G? Is 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 he the is he the guy? At Clemson is is the are the problems behind him? You think? I think it it's I think it remains to be seen, really truly. Now he's off to a great start, and they're going to all support him. But you have a more than capable, ready to go, up and coming freshman who's processing, who's who's seeing the field. He's yeah. just green. And, you know, again, just like if it's a pro team, it's a Super Bowl team. I think the team goal is going to weigh out no matter what. I don't think they, they're they going to be loyal to the team goal. So hopefully he can keep this thing and get it going. Real quick, Hack, before we get off this ACC matchup, man, these are clearly the best two teams in that conference right now. Um, do you think it's it's by a large margin, or do you think like the Wake Forest and the Florida States of, of the, the conference have a have a chance? No, I mean, I think you watch you watch a Wake Forest team the way they did last last week against Clemson. I mean, I think Wake Forest could play with damn near anybody. And I like I said, I think a lot of it has to do with their scheme. They've mastered. They got guys that can play it. They do a damn good job. So, um, hats off to Wake Forest, especially with Sam Hartman back there. I think they can do it. Um, and Florida State's coming. You know, I to me, it's just like I've seen that I've seen that book too many times with them over the past few years where it's, you know, they start going and then they they lose two or three games they shouldn't, and then all of a sudden it's down, it's down the hatch. Now they've been consistent this year and I'm excited about that, but you know, I'm more of a show me guy with that. You gotta show me over mm -hmm. a period of time mm -hmm. as opposed to just, you know, you you play you play half a season great and then you can't finish like in the ACC with the ups and downs of that conference, like you got to be able to, you got to be able to ride that ship throughout the whole season. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I right. wake more than them. All right. That, that's Christian Hackenberg, George Whitfield. I'm Clint Sterner. You're listening to field of 12 after dark. 
I want to remind everybody out there, we are powered by Bet Rivers. Tip my cap to Bet Rivers for, for making this happen. Um, we got a merch store out there as well. And, and fellas, and everybody out there listening, don't forget to subscribe, uh, like, retweet, uh, send messages, tweet. It don't matter. Just find us, contact us, stay, stay dialed in, and, um, and, and we'll keep bringing the heat to you. Let, let's move to the SEC real quick, fellas. Um, Alabama and Arkansas. I find my damn hogs in another in another dog fight in a, in a game that we gotta we gotta break down. That's a tough one. Um, let, let's start with this because the more I've, I've talked about this game all week, fellas, on on different radio hits around the country, and the one thing that keeps getting brought up, and hack, I want you to I want you to hit this one. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing that keeps getting brought up is Alabama's struggles on the road. Under Bryce, with Bryce Young under center, there's been they've had five true road games, and four of those games have been one score. Well, three were one score victories, and one of them was a was a loss to A and M. They got Mississippi State on the road. They blew the doors off of them. The other other four have been really really close, including this year versus the University of Texas, who I don't know if they're the five and seven team from last year. If they're any better, um, and then obviously last year we saw them get beat by an eight and four Texas A and M. Uh, they got played tight by um, a Florida team that ended up six and six, by an Auburn team that ended up six and six. So that's not just a stat hack. That's not just a. Yeah. I'm not a big stat guy. I know you're not either. But that's not just a stat to me. Those are six and six or worse ball clubs, other than A and M that played them tight or beat them. In, in your opinion, does that does that fact that they had those struggles on the road does that play into this one? Yeah, I think there's definitely something to that. And I think you can probably talk more to to what the Arkansas environment's like because I've never been there. Um, I've had some buddies that played there talk very highly of it. Um, and I, I, I think a lot of this is going to go back to Pittman, and I got a ton of respect for Sam Pittman and the way he, the way he operates his philosophy. And I don't think this team's going to skip a damn beat coming off of the A&M game uh, last, last week. Um I think they're going to be just as focused, just as hungry to come out here and get after Saban's ass. So, uh, to me, I expect Arkansas to come out fully prepared, fully ready to give Alabama all they can handle. And if Alabama's got a trend like that, playing on the playing on the road, hell, take advantage of it. I mean, I know I'm probably not like if I'm if I'm coaching and talking in that locker room, I'm not thinking about that. I'm just thinking about handling business. And if that's the way it goes, then it, you know, there's a damn good chance. Obviously, it's going to play out that way here. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I, I, hope, yeah. I hope you're right, baby. I I'm hope not, you're I'm right. Not, I, I'm not a mathematician, but you know, hey, you, you've laid it all out there for me. So hey, I'll, I'll ride with it. Shit. Take my uh, all right, G. All right, G. What What's your thoughts on on Alabama? And I, I want to get you specific to what we kind of discussed in the open, man. I mean, that, that, this is. Alabama typically just reloads, and, and especially if we're talking about targets for the quarterback, they typically reload and are as good, if not better, than everybody in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that that's – in fact, I know that hadn't happened this year. Now, they may not have the guys, or the guys may have not just may have not just emerged at this point in time. But your right. thoughts on Alabama, the the explosiveness of their offense, how that may change, change this ball game on the road at Arkansas. I, so – a couple things. September, especially for the big teams, it's big development, big grooming, big cut your teeth in phases. Since they don't have that big war horse who's probably taken a third of all the 
there is no Waddle and the rest of them. They, they like it's not a lead singer and a bunch yeah. of backup singers. It's a whole young band. Yeah. So targets are going everywhere. And really to me, the the Robin to Bryce Young's Batman right now is is Jameer Gibbs. That's the one. And and I know we're talking about targets, but that's the one who could take pressure off the rest of these guys. Both, I mean, he's running downhill. He's been great in the past game, great in the open field. They got a nice set of, of screen packages that Coach O'Brien's been building for him. He's the one that's been breaking these guys' backs on some of these third down plays. And the rest of these receivers were buying time for you. Get where you're supposed to be. Understand the concept. Get friendly. Uh, like, you you got to show up in the window. Some of these guys are running through it. You could hear Bryce out there coaching them up. I think they're coming along, and there's no telling what the growth rate is from game to game to game. They see it. They're, they're around, you know, one of the best coaching staffs on the planet. But to me, the anchoring point for Bryce Young and that staff is Gibbs, the pickup from Georgia Tech. Well, I tell you, Arkansas fans are going to hate to hear that after what A-Chain did last weekend at A&M them boys. Man, that A-Chain, that sucker right there was special now. Um, on, on the Arkansas front, you know, look, I, I think, I think, heck, it, it's going to be loud. It, it's, it's, you're catching them early enough in the season where the fans are still, the hopes are still SEC West title. Uh, it's still new enough in the season where a whole, the whole place is shutting down. And really when Arkansas is winning, playing winning football, which Sam Pittman has them, has them, has them doing right now, their, their home, their home field environment is, if it's a tight ball game is going to be next to, it's going to be second to nobody. I mean, there, there, it's it's as good an atmosphere as you can find. Um, you know, I think Arkansas has got some major problems. To 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 mention what you just brought up, George, in terms of Jameer Gibbs is Arkansas. They, they hell, they can't tackle me right now. I mean, they they just they can keep you out of the end zone now. They're they're, they're keep they can keep the numbers down, which is the big which is the big goal there. But they can't tackle a damn soul, boy. So they. They, Jameer Gibbs and whoever's – and really Bryce Young is as elusive as anybody in the game at the quarterback position if we're talking about twitch and and playing in the pocket and making guys miss in the pocket. So um, that's the big question with Arkansas's defense. Can they can they tackle? And then offensively, there's several problems, right? There's several problems that that came up last week against A&M that ultimately cost them that ball game. And, and it's the simple things, right? Snapping the football, catching the football in critical situations, tackling, as I mentioned. Um, I mean, holding on to the football with K.J. Jefferson. I'm not going to get real critical about that because he's playing ball. But those are a bunch of things, not making a field goal, a bunch of little things that that uh, we take for granted that ended up beating them last week. I think if I could pick one of those things, guys, one thing for Arkansas to eliminate from the ball game last year, last week, that'll give them a shot to be in this thing in the fourth quarter is if they catch the damn football, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't kill two drives on Saturday afternoon versus Alabama when you've got a guy open and KJ Jefferson's delivered an accurate football and you drop the son of a bitch like that. That just, that cannot happen. And really this goes for not just Arkansas, this goes for any team that's trying to compete uphill, right? I mean, any team that's trying to compete uphill in their conference, you just can't do those things. And so while Arkansas has got a lot of things they got to fix, if Jaden Hazelwood, if if Bryant and, and a bunch of these guys, if they just catch the damn football in critical moments, I think Arkansas will keep this thing close in the fourth quarter and have a chance. Hey, real quick, um, George, what, what do you think? Hit me with this. If, if what does this game mean? If Arkansas wins this ball game, yeah, what, what does that what does that mean for Arkansas moving forward? 
top four or five, top four or five, you get the Roman army after you've shown your wares coming through that. And they had a great September. Cincinnati came in there. They got a chance to see some conference foes. They're standing, been in some great battles. You're already, what are they, 10, 9? Who, Arkansas? They fell out yeah. of 10. They, they fell, yeah. hell, they fell all the way to 18, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, 20, 18, I think they come right back up to 11 and 12. Sorry, that's right. And then they come right back up I liked up where your head was at, though, George. Yeah. Was, they do. Damn. And just one quick point. Hack <laughs> leaned in like, what? I was like, what? I got to do that? <laughs> yeah, sorry about that top four. Uh for all those Razorback fans. Sorry about that. Uh, the the big, so two things for me. First of all, atmosphere, never have been there. I watched Texas come in there last year, got jumped on. Like that whole town was waiting in ambush for the but long You ain't never been to Fayetteville? Never George. been, never been to Fayetteville, never been to Syracuse. I've been anywhere else. Gosh, but they, every time I do one of these damn field of twelves with you, I, my my love for you man, it, it goes down. What the hell? I'm gonna have to take you. I'm gonna have to take you to Fayetteville this year. Damn it! Let, let's go. Let's Come go. on, baby. I much appreciate it. a little barbecue as well. But they they I don't know what it is. Eighty five, ninety thousand. They pounced on Texas. They locked the doors behind them, and that was it. So I know that whole town will be there. And we talk about that defense, but yeah, a struggling defense that's leaking a little bit, nothing like 90,000 at your back helping you get off the field. So that's one thing. For Arkansas's offense, I think that's where the pressure is. And I think it's between Kendall Bryles, KJ Jefferson, and the offensive line. Take the skill kids out. How much will Will Anderson cost you all night? Well, do we have to double him all night? Can we contain him? Do we have schemes for him? Do we run at him? Do we run away from him? How much will he cost you? How much attention will it cost you? How much manpower will it cost you? You know, some teams, Auburn, I mean, that's played at Alabama, like Texas didn't seem like it cost them a ton. Now, he made plays and they made plays on him, but that just seems to be kind of like that bill. How big of a bill will Will Anderson put on the table for that, you know, that old line, the quarterback and, and the coordinator? Now, if you can weigh that out, they got a shot. Really, truly, they got a shot. Look, look no, nobody knows how valuable that run game, that that, that pro style run game is more than hell. I, I played in one hack. You were you were pretty ball control, play action type of type of under center type of type yep. of offense, weren't you? I mean that that's uh that's big. If our, I didn't think about the Will Anderson angle on that though, uh, gee, if 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 they. Obviously, if they can establish the run, that's their identity. Then they can do it. They can do their their screen game looks good. Their shots look good. They can do a, they can do a bunch of things. But I didn't think about the 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 importance is obviously through the roof because you're not going to win the ball game if you can't run it. But as you as you dial that in a little bit more, being able to 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 minimize the impact that a guy like Will Anderson is going to have. Um, I mean, hell, it's even more important. Uh, to to run the football. This is a maturity question for me uh, with Arkansas too, guys. Is is can Arkansas put that AM AM game behind them and 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 rebound? If they don't, hack to your point. If they can't rebound, I, I, I'm with you. I think they I think they do. I think I'm, I feel good about their ability to rebound. But if they don't, they're not as mature. Um, they're not as as um, they're just not as good a football team and as mature a football team as I thought they were. If they don't rebound and they're not competitive in this ball game, and that's and that's that's a great point too. Is I don't think it. You don't have to beat these guys. You beat these guys, great. You know it puts you in a different situation. But if they come out and and, and go toe to toe with them, mm -hmm. I mean, 
where they are in their development as a program right now, where they are in terms of their reach and what they can recruit, it puts them in a better situation than where they have been um, moving forward. And I think it they stay on track in terms of their trajectory to where they ultimately want to be. Um, you come out here and get your doors blown in now, different question. But I think I think I'm not a moral victory, but I'm just talking overall program. Like you go out there and you go toe to toe with these guys. Like all right. Nod your head. You're going to get some boys that want to come come and be a Razorback. And the voters have shown you go out there and hang with, with the Roman Army for 12 hours, they will pull you up mm-hmm. off yeah. of a beat down. Yeah. You will get pulled up. Fascinating dynamic. They're that powerful. If you can just keep half your army on the field with them, they will pull you up. Hey, Hack, you'll, you'll like this one. I saw this today, and it, I mean, I ain't going to lie to you. It pissed me off a bit. It, it pissed my – the Razorback in me, it pissed me off a little bit. 17-and-a-half-point dogs at home. Hey, bro. Hey, I'm man. Somebody knows something. The, so hey, watch, guys, watch your guys. mouth, George. Watch yeah, your damn yeah, mouth. Nah. <laughs> uh, we went – hey, I went, we went into Wisconsin something. my freshman year, 24-and-a-half-point dogs and beat that ass. Kept them out of the wow. Tostitos Fiesta Bowl, so – so you say there's a chance. I feel that too. I feel that a little bit. So you say there's a chance. I damn sure feel good about 17, but that's one of them. 17's that, a lot, man. Whew, I mean, that's God, at home. Gosh, yeah. damn. At home. Are you kidding me? All right, let's bump into this big 12, fellas. This is this is one for me that that uh I gotta I gotta poke my chest out a bit. You know, I mean, I I picked Oklahoma State to be the team that wins the Big 12, and I, I picked Oklahoma State to be a, a team that, that that sneaks into the college football playoff this year. A little ballsy. I may be ahead of myself on the on the college football playoffs, but I, I really like where they're sitting right now, the highest-ranked team in the Big 12, given OU uh, getting, that, getting that tail whooped uh, uh, last week. But we got Oklahoma State at number 16, Baylor. This is a rematch of the 2021 Big 12 championship game. Um, which was a thriller, right? Down to the down to the second, down to the inch, literally uh last year where Baylor won uh the Big 12. Here's the question. Is this George? I'll go to you first again. George, is you think this is a preview of the Big 12 championship game? Yes, I do. Yes, Ooh. I do. I think uh what we saw at Oklahoma at K-State, I think they're still trying to weld that thing together and it's gonna be great, but I don't know if it's going to be completed this year. A lot of new pieces, new staff, new culture, and people are finding some sieves, especially in that front seven over there at Oklahoma. And the offense is having a problem kind of closing at times. They've looked mortal. Texas, I mean, they feel good down there. So, I mean, (laughs) that counts. But I think this is going to be your – this is the preview right here. We just get it in September. I mean, both of these teams are still. I mean, both obviously Oklahoma State is, but Baylor's still looking at a shot. You went out. You 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 can you can be on the outside looking in and, and at least have a shot to be in the conversation of the college football playoff, right? I, I'm just going to be real. I don't think anybody. I think this conference is right now. They're just participating. Have fun. Go after each other. Make some noise. Maybe you can get a couple people. You know, to some you know award outfits. This conference, the the champ out of this conference is not going to have enough gravitas. You you got to run the table. You got to like you run the you got to run the table, light the table on fire. Like you, they don't have enough. They don't have enough. And the body of work, top to bottom. I mean, 
like really I, the the one making the most noise is in Lawrence. Let's just hope that flame goes a little bit, but they don't have enough national. Like you, there, there's not enough knockouts in the conference to merit conversation outside the conference. There's just not. That's hot, hack. I know you're chomping at the bit. Hell, I mean, I, what I'm hearing is the 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 Big Twelve. It don't make a damn what they do in the Big Twelve. No. They ain't getting the college ball playoffs. I mean, hell, uh, say it I, loud and clear. What do you got, hack? We we got we've gone into this with George, and I I mean I do agree with him. I don't I don't think that 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 brand of football will carry against an a, an SEC or even a hell a, a top two or three team in the Big Ten. Um, consistently week in week out brand of football right now but i do think that that conference does is deep enough and if someone were to go out there and run the table in that conference convincingly obviously history shows that right now with the 14 playoff you're going to have two from the sec probably one from the big 10 and then one at large that leaves the yep. 12 the acc yep. and the big 12 right or 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 a, or a, a group of five right to me, you know, if, if if USC goes out there and just keeps keeps hanging sixty on folks, um, and they win it convincingly, if you don't got someone that could that does the same thing in your conference, I I just don't see how they're gonna how they're gonna not take a USC or someone like that. So you gotta you gotta run it convincingly in this conference right now to get that fourth at large. Yeah. If that's the case, if that's the case, Oklahoma State, Gundy guy, he got to keep them boys yeah. rolling because they got to keep that goose no egg in the in the loss column if they 100%. got a damn chance. But they got 100%. their work cut out. They got here goes their first of this conference's heavyweights, right? To me, it's like going into the twenty four hour fitness. Who's the three you know biggest dudes? And this is the twenty four hour fitness of college. I don't even football. know if Baylor's playing as well as they were last year, though. Either right, and Baylor's not even as 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 monstrous as they were, but they get their first quote-unquote monster of this league, mm-hmm. and they'll see their arch rival, and they'll see Texas. You still got Kansas. Kansas State's throwing knuckleballs. Iowa State's a knuckleballer for their own league. I mean, you know, best of luck. But I, this is no just predetermined thing for Oklahoma State either. They got their work cut out too. Well, I tell you, uh, I always want to be right then, damn it. I, I, I want them to flirt with it. How about that, George? I, I just want to be right. Um, I Look, I, I like Oklahoma State. I mean, I like them in this game. I like them moving forward. Uh, I, I don't know how good the kid is, but I really like watching Spencer Sanders. Uh, you like the, him to what? You, let's, I just let's, like to watch. I like to watch him. That. Say it again? No, he's like talking, watching him. Oh, you're talking so about you're not the team saying, or the player? I like the team to win the Big Twelve, and I like them to get into the college football playoffs. I'm not letting George. I'm not letting George's negativity talk me off of that. And and, and now, and know now, which playoff are we talking about? The college football playoff. He, he said it. He I mean, what do you want me to say? Playoff. Oh my, oh my. So you're I mean, talking look, about. I mean, it ain't that George. I mean, Cincinnati got in last year for crying out loud, bro. Cincinnati Crazier things can road. happen. Cincinnati I think you got to run it, though. To Wisconsin beat them. They beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame. They slayed everybody else in their league. Hack already brought it up. And USC didn't even score 60 against Oregon State, but they're taking care of business. At the Trojans, who sit at seven, they make their way on through Oregon the West State. Coast. And they got all that momentum behind them. The winner of Clemson and NC State, if they find footing and run their way through the ACC, you could forget about the Big hey. 12. It's a, it's a great job. Everybody should do like this for them. We look, 
Get him in a New Year's Six. Can somebody get him on the list at a New Year's Six? Get him on the list at a New Year's Six. And if give you some great bull swag. This is not for you. Next year, not this year. Hey, a lot of ifs, homeboy. If ifs were fists, I wouldn't have to refill my damn drink right now. <laughs> I tell you that. We'd all be drunker than Cooter Brown, and we'd have plenty. We'd have plenty of, of, of tequila in my glass. So, look, I, I think that. they – whatever they got to do to get in that college ball playoff, I think they do it. I, I think I think at the end of the day, last year, all shit hit the fan, and we saw something we'd never seen before. I, I think that's more unlikely than Oklahoma State or a Big 12 team getting into the college football playoffs. I ain't gonna let you. I ain't gonna let you rain on my parade, uh, George. Hell no, I ain't letting you do it. Well, you I, run I'm the table. To, you give yourself a chance. You control your own destiny. I'm, I'm trying to table. help you and your parade. It's a hurricane. It's two, three hurricanes coming from different parts of the country. Pause your parade or reroute it somewhere else. This is no time to be taking your floats down Main Street. Put that shit up. All right. know, observe it differently. This is not, this is not, this, this ain't that. I, I'm riding, I'm riding with you, Gundy. I'm riding with you. All right, fellas, that, that's, uh, that, that, let, let's, let's hit a couple of other top 25 battles, man. There, there's a lot of really good football that, that we're not going to be able to deep dive into, but we can damn sure, we can damn sure chop it up, man. There, there's a, to, there's another SEC game out there right now. Uh, that's, that's number seven, Kentucky at number 14, Ole Miss, I, look, I, I think each one of these teams are battling for the number two spot in their division. Ole Miss is Ole Miss is obviously 4-0, hadn't really played anybody, so we don't know who the hell they really are, but they're playing for that number two spot behind Alabama right now. And I think Kentucky is sitting at number two, slightly ahead of Tennessee right now, I believe, um, behind Georgia in, in the east. I mean, whoever wins this game can 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 keep keep a pretty good hold on that number two slot in their, in their division. Statement game uh, for both teams. Gee, I know you're real high on on uh, on Mark Stoops' boys out there. I want to hit you with this. Tell me if you think this is accurate. I made this comment the other day on doing some radio. I think Kentucky right now is a poor man's Georgia, and I don't mean that with as negative a connotation nope. as that sounds. I just can't I don't come think up with it's anything negative better. at all. Yep, I don't think it's negative at all. I think that's facts. I think behind Georgia and Alabama. And I don't even know how far behind. I don't know if there's an SEC team that puts a better, stronger batter 22 on the field. Close. I, I don't think there's another, like, they can step out there and go man-to-man -man in the trenches. They run downhill. They meet you at the point of attack. There is no real finesse to this team. And and they they want to go toe to toe. They they there is no dancing and 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 all that other stuff. They're not throwing combos. They're throwing haymakers. And they, if they're a poor man's Georgia, I think their quarterback is better than Georgia's. I think they do some things offensively. It's a little bit more dynamic. No one touches Georgia's defense, like just no one. But Kentucky has a formidable one. And I think if you put them up against a whole lot of teams in a in the country in a neutral site, Kentucky comes out of that. They're coached hard. They're coached well, smart players. But the physicality of this unit, they have a brand. And, yeah, the brand isn't too far off of, you know, that super Raptor truck that that's Georgia. There's just like the next model down. That's it. That's still a, yeah, a, a badass I, gee, I just I just look at how they're constructed. Defensive-minded head coach, strong on defense, um, across the board, 11 deep on one accord. Um, an offense that's a little bit more pro stylish than than most. 
Um, quarterbacks, although they're they don't look the same, that I, I I do think in terms of being a college football quarterback and what what value they bring to the table to their program, I think they are very two very similar quarterbacks. Um, obviously, good run games as well. Just just everything across the board. When I look at Georgia, I I can check that same box in in Kentucky. Other than just outright number one team in the country. Other than that, obviously, I can check those boxes. Hack, I, I want you to jump into Will Levis a little bit. He is a former Penn State kid, right? Yep. You, you know a little bit about Will Levis, and I, I know I've heard you talk about him before, but this year, um, through four games, what, what have you seen? What do you what where do you slot Levis in terms of of the the draftable quarterbacks and and what are you seeing? I think intangibles got it all. Can't can't really argue with the frame and what athletically and arm talent, all that stuff. Um, you know, the the growth I want to see him in. I know he's had a few different I think this is his second coordinator here. I think they've had two two coordinators. I think they're still trying to find an identity offensively, just just watching it. Um, but his his skill set allows you to do a lot and the way the team's built allows you to do a lot as well. You see some pro style concepts, he gets under center, he's working off big play action, they're getting him off on on nakeds, getting them on the edge, giving that that threat as well. But then there's some situations where you're going RPO, true RPO, um, you know, with your more spread, spread concept, spread run game. Um, and that's more of your backbone. So I think they're really still trying to figure out what they do well and efficiently. Um, but Will Will's shown a propensity to be able to do it all. Uh, and, and, you know, we'll just see how he continues to develop. I think he needs to cut down on the turnovers. He forces some things in specifically in the red zone this year is kind of ones when you got points and you expect a guy who's been around as long as he's been around, even though he's only been a starter for two years, he's still been around football, college football, a, a relatively long time. Got to cut down on the red zone turnovers. And especially if you're going to go out and get the, the Georges of your, your side of the division to your point, you can't go out there and, and be dropping balls and, and self-inflicted wounds. You got to make sure that you're, that you're on top of it. But, um, you know, I think he's got it all. So we'll see how he continues to develop. We'll see how the team continues to develop, but I am excited about him. I don't know if I'd put him. I, yeah. I mean, I think they are the next step down and still developing. Cause at the end of the day, there's, there's still some, some gaps between Georgia and Alabama and the rest to me in the sec. I think I think the matchup with this game, guys, is is I mean, there's a lot of storylines here, man. But but the matchup for me is this Ole Miss run game, right? I mean, Lane Kiffin's one of the best in the country in in terms of I don't know about play calling, but I think it all works together. Just taking his group and going, this is what I have. Okay, now I got to get the I got to get the most juice juice out of this squeeze. I got to find a way to make this work. I mean, they're one of the top rush teams in the country, 280 yards a game right now. I love the Zach Evans kid. He's from here locally. Um, I think he's been to about five universities now, so I don't know what the hell's going on with him. But but uh, but he's a if he can ever settle in and get his head right, that's um he is a monster now. Um, but but is that you know is that is that Ole Miss one is the team legit? Is the run game legit? But are they a, are they a legit four and team? Do they have a chance to be the number two team in the West? Do they have a chance to be a ten win team and get to a a New Year's Six bowl game. Gee, any any uh, any thoughts on on Ole Miss and and what they're bringing to the table in this game? What they're bringing to the table is that head coach and all his experience. I, I, you know, yes, with Stoops, just like Stoops has evolved. I mean, he's been grinding his whole adult life at this, but it seems like he's evolved in these last two three years. Lane Kiffin has done has had so much growth. 
so much growth and and he's been at the helm at a lot of places and you know and he was young and he's figuring things out goes to Alabama and he, you know he kind of gets his baptism and then now he starts you know FAU now Ole Miss and Ole Miss like he adopts he adopts and adapts to what he needs to do what he has to do and I think he's just a big game coach <clears throat> and so I think you know with that factor alone right there yeah I think this is going to be a 12 rounder I just think Kentucky man for man and brand for brand is just bigger, badder, better. That's George Whitfield, also Christian Hackenberg. I'm Clint Sterner. We're powered by Bet Rivers. You're listening to Field of 12 after dark. Uh, by the way, with Dirty Red pulling the pulling the triggers here, boy, this is going to be sweet moving forward, y'all. <laughs> you can find us on Sirius XM app. We got a merch store, Field of 68. Dot shop. Make sure you subscribe, like, tweet, text, whatever you got. Hang with us, communicate with us, and uh, tell all your friends about us as well. Let's um wait. This game right here, guys, turns me on a little bit, to be honest with you. A little bit more than it probably should. Wake Forest, Florida State, number 22 versus number 23. Jordan Travis at Florida State, I don't think he's getting the love and the credit that he deserves. I, I, last year when I watched them, I like to watch a quarterback, guys, forget the skill set. I like to watch a quarterback when he's on the field with his team and we're watching the game and through our TV set, we can see a team responding to a kid's presence. I absolutely love it, man. And there is no doubt about it, Jordan Travis at Florida State with the Seminoles is a guy when he's on the field – when he's making plays, his dudes respond. The sideline responds. The sideline, I think it was, I don't know, maybe you the other day, George, talking about uh, toeing the line. Like when he's on the field, man, the, the, the whole sideline, guys are in the white, man, toes on the line watching, like what, what can what can happen next? And I, I just, I don't know why, but I love watching this kid, man. And then I'll be damned if last week the Hartman kid doesn't go out there and play lights out. If you don't respect that kid as a quarterback and what he was able to do, hell, you're missing the damn boat. So this game right here is one of them. It's 22 versus 23, guys. But I look at it and I go, damn, this is – I mean, for an old quarterback and for, for a guy that watches through a quarterback lens, this is a hell of a football game. It is a hell of a football game. I, I just think Wake is 10 points better. Mm. And, and even on the road, there's something to be said – about watching a quarterback who's perfectly in sync with both uh, staffs, tactical call, and his teammates' execution. And that's Hartman. It just feels like it's like watching Steve Nash or Chris Paul or anybody that's a distributor. That they're gonna they're gonna mitigate damage. There's no telling how much he's doing that we don't see getting him in the right place, making calls, making last second checks reading the coverages as it rolls or they try to shade or whatever, all of that experience. And he came out last year. He's hotter than fish grease coming off the season last year. And then he already kind of went through a little bit of adversity. Now he's back with these guys. They go into double overtime with probably the biggest, baddest brand in the league last week, Florida state. I know. I think they're going to slay and slash Florida state. And I'm saying it's wake forest by 10 and really because of of Hartman, I think this dude's going to – I think he's going to throttle them. They're catching Wake Forest at the wrong time. 
Heck, I, I feel like George has got something out for me. I feel like he's I feel like he's trying to just reach through this screen and slap me with every damn team we talk about, <laughs> George. If I'm being completely honest. This is another game, too. Can, we talked about it with Arkansas earlier. Can Wake Forest bounce back from a tough loss? It, it, it's a lot more difficult. I think it's a lot more difficult than people think. And uh, heck, yeah, well, the answer is yes. Go ahead. Well, according to yeah, yeah, according to George Whitfield, the answer is hell yes, and they can go get a dub by double digits. What what's your thoughts? Uh, I mean, heck, you think Florida State can be competitive in the ACC, or you think it's still a a, a, a tall hill to climb for a rebuilding football team? Well, no, I, I just think the ACC doesn't have uh, the, the mountain you're talking about climbing in the ACC isn't as big as is is a Big Ten or an SEC or 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 hell even probably a Pac-12 right now the way yeah. the way it seems. Um, but to me, I, I I'm leaning towards George. I don't think that this. I got a lot of respect for Clawson, the way that he coaches, uh, the way that he's built that that program down there at Wake. Uh, and I think Sam Hartman cut through the bullshit, man. I, I like I, I've never been more frustrated watching the way that they play. But then to George's point, I mean, this dude just don't miss. Like he he doesn't miss a read. He doesn't he he doesn't cowboy anything. He plays within mm -mm. the scheme and takes advantage of everything. I was watching the game last week, just like man, I, as a as a football purist, I'm like, God, I hate this. Like, there's there's nothing, there's no rhythm to it. It's just like if this guy does this, then I'm gonna do this. And he just never got bored with it. Just never yeah. got bored with it. That's a big get deal. bored with That's it. That's a big deal. Just did what that did did what was asked of him for four quarters, and that's what put them in the situation to win the game last week. And I think when you got a guy who's gonna do that. And he's shown that from last year up into this point that he's going to do that in any situation. Uh, if they show up, I agree with George. If they show up, they're they're two touchdowns better. If they show up full force, ready to go, no no hangover, no nothing, they're two touchdowns better than than this Florida State team right now. Because I think Florida State still still does some self inflicted wounds at times when you watch them play in their development. But I don't think it's a tall task. I think Florida State can be back, and I think this is going to be a more competitive game than I think George is talking about. But I wouldn't mm -hmm. be surprised if Wake comes out and does what they do. But, you know, I'm looking more towards – I think I think Florida State understands what's at their doorstep right here. I think they understand the opportunity that, that they have. All right, boys, let's jump into this uh, this Michigan at Iowa matchup here. The, this, is, this. this is right, uh, right down Hacks Alley, man. This is – this is like having one pair of jeans in your closet type shit, man, right here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to clarify. That was one pair of skinny jeans. One pair of skinny jeans. I got I got my whitewash. I got I got my different shit for that. I, like I said, I do my thing. I got one pair of skinny Tell jeans. Tell them, Hack. Hey, hey, Hack, I was going to say, when I heard that, I said, if Hack got one pair of blue jeans, that son of a bitch got some, he got some Copenhagen stains all over that left pocket, boy. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Wore out, yeah. Hey, hey, this game right here, I mean, clearly this is a mismatch. If anybody disagrees with me, stop me. I mean, I, I think this is a Michigan blows the doors off Iowa. But there is a matchup that in this ball game that I think is very interesting leading up to it and could swing this thing in a major, major way if Iowa ends up bowing their neck. And that's clearly the, the number six defense in the country. Um, and, and you look at Michigan, they're the number two in terms of scoring offense, 50 points a game, I believe it is. You, you and, and they're going to run the football. They're going to probably run it well. But you got statistically, there's a matchup there, uh, hack that on paper it looks like it could at least impact the game one way or another. And really, it's the only prayer that 
that Iowa has. Just yeah. your thoughts on Michigan and Iowa and and that particular that particular stat before the game as it matches up. You think it holds up, or you think you think Michigan runs through it? I think run, I think Michigan runs through it. It doesn't hold up for four quarters. Iowa is I mean, I mean they they needed two defensive touchdowns to look semi good against Rutgers last week, and mm-hmm. Rutgers is I mean you're talking you know where they are in development ain't even close to where Iowa is or was even last year. So this Iowa team still has got a ton of shit offensively. They got to fix. Um, if they don't fix it quick, this ain't this ain't going to be a game for much longer than a quarter, quarter and a half, maybe two. Halftime, Michigan's running away with this. Let me ask you this, Hack: is is this a statement game for JJ McCarthy? They ain't they ain't really they ain't really played much at this point. I mean, at least at least from a brand perspective. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Maryland Maryland gave them a little mm-hmm. bit last week, and Maryland's Maryland's got some stuff offensively. They got some guys to his little brother Talia out there playing really well. Um, I, I'm gonna tip my cap to Maryland. He got a little bit last week, but yes, I think from a legit defense, a veteran defense that's going to come out, has a brand, has an identity, knows their identity. Jack Campbell leading that group. This will be a little bit of a test for J.J., but I don't think it's nothing he can't overcome right now the way they're sitting. It'll be a good learning step for him. It'll be a good stepping stone to get ready for the Penn States, the Ohio States that he's got coming down the pipe. What George, what, what's uh, what's Michigan end up rushing for in this game, bro? Uh, I mean, Corum went for 243 last week. My man, my man, seven and a half yards per carry on the season. Are you shitting they had, me? They handed this on bitch 30 times, too. <laughs> The, the, the killer part to this game, uh, Iowa City, Carver, or I don't even know what the stadium's called, Kinnick. but at Iowa City, Kinnick, and I should know I was a GA there, it's a rat's nest to play. It's a rat's nest to play, and they have an ambush nature to them. You got to get in, hit them in the mouth, knock them down, knock them out, get it done in that first it's quarter. it's a kickoff, though. It's a noon kickoff, though, George. A noon Kinnick kickoff, so they won't have Kinnick that big, long nah. tailgate ramp up that Kinnick you can get that night. ramp up done. But you want to get in, set your tone, get four, five, six blows in the first quarter. Let this fan base set. Just let them see. You, your boys have no chance. The killer part is there is no counter for Iowa's offense. It's Iowa's defense is going to come in there. They can get salty at times. And that rat's nest can get noisy and it can get wild. If you're Michigan, execute, 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 get the hell out of there. Like it, it should be Michigan, you know, take your two points or, or three touchdowns and get on with it. This team heck, is not in your class. Heck, 10 7 in the fourth quarter. What, 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 what's, where's your head at on Michigan? It ain't going to be that. I <laughs> no. Don't worry about it. I'm not even, it ain't even going to be that. Hey, no you, you don't. Hey, hey, I'm driving this some bitch. You, you got to answer my question. You don't get to I, turn my question. Off. I answered your question. I didn't even think of it. Yeah, he, I'm not that, even going to yeah. waste. I'm not even going to waste brain cells and no. thought processes and ideas on that. It ain't going to be that. All we're, right. I, I guess you guys. I guess I know where y'all are going. I guess I know where y'all are going in our picks, boys. Let's um, let's jump on these on these picks uh, real quick. Uh, again, we're, we are uh, we are powered by uh, bet rivers and so i'm gonna i'm gonna include the uh, the lines in in these in these picks here fellas not not for you you pick whoever the hell you want to pick i'm just going to include the lines in there so the people like it's all about the people it ain't about our ass it's about the people we i, I want them to know what uh, 
if they're listening, just what the lines look like. So let's let's jump into this these uh, these picks real quick, man. All right, number fifteen, Washington minus two and a half. Number fifteen, Washington minus two and a half at UCLA. This is two of the Pac-12 unbeaten's that we hear Yogi talking about all damn week. Uh, two of the Pac-12 unbeaten's, uh, Washington at UCLA. UCLA has won seven straight ball games, seven straight of these matchups right here, fellas. Big time quarterback matchup. I haven't got to watch the Doral Thompson Robinson kid a whole hell of a lot, but his numbers are impressive. Michael Penix is an absolute beast right now. Um, let's let's start with you, George. We're gonna go George Hack, uh, then I'll go, and then I guess Dagan, Dagan's gonna go last. So um yep. let's start with you, George. Who you like in this ballgame, bro? Give me Washington, give me the points, give me Penix. It's gonna be purple and gold on this one. Heck. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. I, I think the the way they showed up against Michigan State and it and honestly offense is rolling, but I think defensively, the way they swarmed, man, they're gonna cause some problems. I like I like the urgency and the pace that they're playing with on the defensive side of the ball. Uh Washington. I'm gonna ride number fifteen, Washington as well. Michael Penix Jr. I mentioned, I mean three hundred and fifty yards per game and this cat hadn't thrown an interception. Mm. That's that's uh that's awfully impressive. Dagan, are you with us, my man? Yeah, what you got I, in this I'm, one? I'm here, man. I'm here. This is, this is my big moment of the week. I got to be here for this. Uh, give me uh, <laughs> give me Washington, Michael Penix. That's all I need to say about that. All right, the next game, we're going to go Iowa State minus three at Kansas. Iowa State minus three at Kansas. Jalen Daniels, the Kansas quarterback, 1,200-plus yards already, boys, 15 touchdowns. Um, KU's look good right now. As George said, I think they're the story of the Big 12 at this moment in terms of what they're what they've been able to do. They play an exciting brand of football. They're fun to watch. My boss at work and my co-host at work are both Jayhawks. So wow. I like to see them happy. I don't know if I can handle if these guys win too much. Um, so let's start with George. Who are you rolling with, George? Matt Campbell is a former high school teammate of mine. And we're close, and I've watched him grow up in this coaching ranks, and he's he's going to be an NFL coach in a year or so. It will not be this weekend, though. Jayhawks get to six and zero by hook or crook. They get to six and zero. Heck, what do you got, there, man? I see. I you 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 did the old Lee Corso bait and switch right there. I like, <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm with you though. I, I got I got Kansas here. I like I like what Jalen Daniels is doing, man. Um. He's going to keep it up, uh, and I, I I think it's going to be too much for Iowa State right now. I'm going with Kansas as well. Look, I, I think it's at home, and they, there's their first sellout in like 42 years, I think, last week. Um, they, they got the W, and, and I, I think I think right now that atmosphere is off the charts. And uh, when you got a quarterback that's, that's running it and throwing it and seems to be in complete control of it all the time, it's not one of those – it's not one of those like you worry about whether you can get the grass stains out of his uniform when the game's over. He is in complete control. Um, I, I got to ride with the with the Jayhawks and, and Jalen Daniels. Dagan, what you got, Bo? Well, gentlemen, I'm not going to be uh, that guy that picks against America's favorite team. Uh, so give me give me Kansas. Yay! All right, let's head back out west. California at Washington State. Washington State oh. minus four guys. I think the Cam Ward at Washington State. Started right here. He's a Texas kid. Started right here at Incarnate Word. Uh, I mean, just a little school up in San Antonio, which God bless the Texas Hill Country. If you hadn't been there, get your ass down here. It's, it is absolutely beautiful. But he bounces out of Incarnate Word after two years 
and is out there tearing it up in Washington State. One of the coolest stories in college football uh, right now. California, Washington State, who you got, George? Washington State, three touchdowns, easy. Cam Ward, just for those of you at home, go click on his story. And, yeah, with all full disclosure, I've worked with this youngster, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade. But next year, next year he he will be – you know, one of the two, one or two big headliners with Caleb Williams at USC on the West Coast. You, this is going to be a fun game if you're a Wazoo fan. Heck, what you got, baby? Yeah, I'm with him. Uh, I'm I'm with George. I'm with Washington State. Um, and that's a transfer portal story, yep. correct? That's a the poster child success story. You know, I think right there with uh, Chase Bryce down there at App State. You know, I've been I've been a proponent of that. A good good. Good story about the transfer portal. I love it. So, yeah, I'm with Washington State. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to ride the Texas boy that spent a couple of years in the Hill Country, baby. I'm going to ride him. I'm going to go Washington State as well. Dagan, what do you got? Yeah, give me Washington State. They've had a very solid defense, too, especially the secondary. So, watch out for them as Dagan, well. As, as well as you're Cam really Moore. mixing this up, man. I'll hey, tell you what. Listen, Hackett's coming. Don't worry. Don't worry. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, boys. We got Purdue. At number 21, Minnesota. Minnesota, I mean, to hell with – I mean, you got to be kidding me. Minnesota's a double-digit favorite. I know in this game, obviously, I'm talking about Minnesota as all. Well. Whoever thought Minnesota would be double-digit favorites rolling through a season? Good gosh. Um, Minnesota mm -hmm. minus 11.5 at home versus Purdue. Row the, row the boat, boys. Are you kidding me? Last week, 34-7 over Michigan State. I believe I read a story earlier, too, where they lost their leading receiver before that ball game and went out there – and absolutely put an ass whipping uh, on Michigan State. George, who you got, bud? Minnesota. I think this, again, a veteran crew. They had success last season. Lost their best tailback early. Tanner Morgan took them on through We've the won. run. They're not thinking about anything else but the Big Ten title game right now. They are the class of the Big Ten West. They're not thinking shit about anything else. Purdue is a mere stop. They come in, we'll ambush you. We're getting on with it. This is going to be the Gophers. Hack, what do you got, baby? I'm with you. Uh, I think I think Minnesota wins the Big Ten West. But um, has anyone confirmed, Dagan? Maybe you can confirm this. Is Aiden O'Connell playing this week? Uh, I cannot, but I can tell you very quickly. Okay, speak well, on it. Continue on. Continue if, on. If, wait, wait. if Aiden O'Connell's playing, I think it's going to be a closer game than the 11 point spread that we're talking about. That's if fair. he's not playing, I got Minnesota. I, I still got Minnesota winning the ball game. Don't get me wrong. If Aiden O'Connell's playing, it's going to be a closer ball game than than what we think because he's going to make up for Jeff Brown. He's a game time uh, decision all night long. Game, game time, time decision. decision. He rolls out there. He's going to make up for Jeff Brown. But Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota is a damn good football team, man. They're physical as shit on both 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 fronts. Defense, well and coached, fronts, well coached. They got a stud at running back. They got a they got a general who's veteran at quarterback. They're not that that it's a good that's a damn good football team, man. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Minnesota too. I'm 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 in the boat. I'm rolling my ass off, man. I'm I'm uh I'm I'm riding it. Well, Dagan, what do you got? Well, I was all in on Minnesota last week and I was the only one. So I guess I gotta keep it rolling with the golden gophers. All right, G. Let's go. Let's go. Texas Tech at Kansas State. Kansas State at home, minus eight and a half. Both these teams coming off big time, big time wins, monster wins relative to their to their program, if we're being completely honest. Texas Tech at Kansas State, who you got? Yeah, monster wins. They These two teams in this game beat the two 
Big 12 teams that are transferring to the SEC, like they're going to Jurassic Park, and these two teams got them. I've never in my life said the following words. I'm going with Kansas State. This is not your older brothers, Kansas State, nor your dad's. Adrian Martinez had a breakout game last week. I couldn't be more proud of a kid I'd never met before. They get Texas Tech comes in here. All of Manhattan, Kansas rolls. It's I think it's going to be K-State. Heck, what do you think, bud? <clears throat> I think the K-State win last week went more meant more to the program. Um, mm -hmm. To your point, uh, Adrian Martinez getting up out of getting up out of that shit storm up there in Lincoln, Nebraska. At a Kazakhstan, yeah. Find it, find himself a home. Uh, playing really well. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I like K State here. I uh, I like K-State as well, but it's for a little personal reason. Deuce Vaughn, his dad, Chris Vaughn, was one of my coaches at Arkansas in college. Hey. And he, is, he is one of the coolest cats I've ever met. Great dude. Um, I mean, just got a, his, his son's a great dude. I called the, the bowl game, I think it was last year, and, and right here in Houston they played in the – in, in the bowl game down at the Texas Bowl down here, and and uh, great kids. So, um, hell, I think Kansas State wins anyway. But I got a little extra love for for Kansas State because Deuce is is um, is the go to guy there. What, what do you got, Dagan? Well, 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 Hack. This is this is my moment here. This is the moment you've been waiting for. This is the computer nerd game of the week. Here we go, Hack. You may want to take your headphones off this one. Hack. You're not gonna like this. So, Diamond Smith, quarterback at Texas Tech. Under pressure this season, completing 41% of passes, 3.1 yards per attempt, one touchdown, three picks. When he's kept clean this season, 76% of his passes, 951 yards, 8.4 yards per attempt, eight touchdowns, two interceptions. Does anyone want to guess where Kent State is ranked among Power 5 teams in uh, pass rush this year? Say Kent State or Kansas State? Yeah, you meant Kansas State. Sorry, State. Kansas State. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I just wanted to make sure you didn't nope, get your numbers. Nope, no, no, I'm, I'm completely bad. right. 47th okay. graded pass rushing team in the Power Five. There's only 65 teams. That, that don't mean a hell of a George, 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 George. We're 2 0. All right. Let's, 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 let me finish here. All right. Average two, game, two sacks a game, tied for 71st in the FBS, and they're eighth in the Big 12 in total pressures in true pass sets with 22. Now, you may not think that's enough, so I'm doubling down. Texas Tech has the ninth graded rush defensive team in the Power Five, um, and they're also 27th in rush uh, yards per game allowed. So give me the uh, Red Raiders. We're going for 3 0. Computer Nerd Game of the Week. Let's do it. That's cute. That's that's, that's very nice. Hey, well cute. presented. It's well all right. Presented. It's all right. Job, if it goes through, well we'll, we'll, we'll keep it rolling. Well, I'm going to keep it rolling. I'm going to put a big circle on this one right here. That's, that's cute. fine, man. That's cute. Let's do it. I want you to. I want you to bring that same it, volcano uh, science project model into it. a biker bar next week and get them guys to listen to that same breakdown. When it's three, when it's three and zero, it's hard. Wait, when it's three and zero, it's hard to. Hard to not, not like it. So, well, it I'm gonna no, be yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. One of the one of the, the 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 funnest parts of my week is when when uh, Stat Nerd Dagan introduces that 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 kind of that kind of reasoning behind a game, and, and I can watch Hack's face live. I mean, that is absolutely <laughs> absolutely beautiful. All right, boys. Oregon State, Oregon State at number twelve. Utah, Utah is minus ten and a half. Really, this is the first challenge for the for the Utah Utes since the Florida game um, to open the season where they they fell to those guys. I'm really really high on Utah guys. I, I love this matchup. Um, Oregon State at Utah. 
George, what do you got, brother? Honestly, I don't know who I took. But right now, as I sit here, college football is not a well-scripted deal. We know this storyline. It's a, it's a four-month movie, and there's more twists and turns than Game of Thrones. Oregon State had USC down for a good majority of that game. They only gave it up 17-14. Just like the confidence of Texas coming off of Alabama getting beat, call it Moral Vic or whatever you want. I think they go in here to Salt Lake, either Utah is caught slipping or Oregon State comes out of their skulls. But there's going to have to be some monsters dropped. This is one of them. Oregon State goes into Salt Lake City and pulls one out. Well, I can. That's what you. I'm talking hold about, on, G. On, George hey, Blank, let them hang, you. baby. George, yeah. I can tell you that's not, it's not how you picked on me, but it's all right. We'll let you I, I, we'll let I understand out. that. That. Oh, <laughs> so right. listen, I gave Dagan. I like it. I gave Dagan the the old rope of dope. <laughs> no, I can't all, give I'm him everything it. technically. <laughs> I I give some. I know he's going to look over it and assess. I'm going to save some over here. I'm going live with America. Like America, Oregon State hey, over Utah. Nothing is final until you look in that camera, George, until you, and, and, correct. and right. give your pick. Put put the hog on the table. Oregon State. All right, Hack. I mean, what are you going to do here, brother? Oregon State at Utah. Uh, they may not be the uh, the Hells Angels anymore. <laughs> but, but I'm still going with the biker gang up there in Utah, dude. I'm, Fair enough. I'm wrong with them. They may not be Georgia's Hells Angels or whatever the hell they might be, you know, uh, Sons of Anarchy. But, hey, I, I, I think veteran team, veteran leadership, they're go, they they know what they got to do to put themselves in – to give themselves a chance. Um, so, I think they handle business. The, the, the biker gang had a shootout at the Twin Peaks again. Maybe lost a couple of their guys, but, but – uh, <laughs> Hey, hey, look, all joking aside, man, I couldn't disagree with George Moore. Uh, Utah, I think they blow the doors off Oregon State. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that last week was just a little slip up of a team that hadn't been together much in in, uh, in USC, and they put themselves in a bad spot. They fought their way out. Um, a good football team wouldn't let them fight their way out. I, I like I like uh, Utah big. I'm telling you, I was really impressed good luck. Uh, with Utah, man. It, them dudes are them dudes are different animals. So well, I'm we might need with... to lay a little. We might need to lay a little money, mano to, uh, a mano a mano uh, on this one. I'm gonna go ahead. It, it might be it, George. I want to know where this came from because you 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 obviously picked Utah earlier today. I, I so I just need again, to know where this came from. That was pure rope dope. You know, you, you you're giving all your you're giving all your 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 reportings to the commish. The commish is also in this thing, so he's been studying your stuff forever. And then you want to come back around and get him on the other side. Oregon State against USC 17-14. Been closing games. Let me tell you Ice what this is. Third down this year. I got They're it. Rock stars. I got it. Let me tell you what this is. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me tell you what this is. George needs Oregon State to be good because they just played USC down to the down to the, the last second. That's what this is. George knows if Oregon State goes and gets their doors blown off by Utah, people are going to start questioning USC. I know what's going on, G. And then the Big 12 got a chance, especially Oklahoma. Yes, yes, that's right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I know what's going on, George. George, I tell you what, I'm I'm going Utah. Dagan, who the hell are you taking? George, I can tell you that your little rope dope had nothing to do here. I'm rolling with the biker game. Give me Utah. There we go. 
All right, we got number four Thursday. We got number four Michigan minus ten and a half on the road at Iowa. Um, Again, I think there is an interesting matchup here. According to Hack, it gets blown out of the water. It doesn't matter. Um, George, who you taking, Bo? Michigan. Michigan flat out. Michigan with the points. I I I think they are past this. Imagining who they could be, they just are now. They're, they're a monster. They proved it last year. And like I just think they carry themselves different. They knock these guys out. How's Iowa going to counter? I just looked at Petrus' stats. 94 attempts this year, one touchdown. There's not an offensive unit in America that has more <laughs> stress, struggle, strain of trying to string first downs together than Iowa's. And this is the wrong team to try to get right on with that. Michigan, it's Michigan uh, noon, 3 p.m., lit tailgate, boring tailgate. Look, whatever it's going to be, uh, this is going to be the Wolverines deal. Hey, this line straight up disrespectful to your Arkansas Razorbacks, my guy. That's a good point. This is disrespectful. I, I ten, They're only getting 10? 10 and a half. Say that a little louder, Hack. Hell, I, I need They're to stir up Arkansas's fan base. You shitting me? Ten and a half Man. at Iowa. Damn, this—I I don't even think this is close. It's Michigan all day long, and I don't even think it's—I I don't even think it's—it's uh, it, not—not even close. What's the I'm final, right. Hack? Hack, what's the final in this one? Thirty-one-three, not ten-seven. <laughs> I give them—I'll give them seven. I'll 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 Where's give the seven I coming from. Find it. I know. I maybe maybe JJ has a has a rookie mistake and and pegs Jack Campbell right here. A couple of safeties in on the six, on, on on the fifteen yard line. Who knows? Um, I thirty five seven. Yep, thirty five something like that. They're gonna have a hard time getting there at ten seven. They're gonna have a hard time getting there at ten seven in the fourth. I'm gonna be honest fourth, with you. Yeah. All right. Okay, they'll, they'll stack them up. What do you got, Dagan? Michigan. Uh, Yeah, next. All right, boys. Tread lightly. Tread lightly. Number two, Alabama. Once again, (laughs) minus 17 and a half at number 20, Arkansas. We already talked about Bama's struggles on the road. Um, Hell, I'm I'm more confident about Arkansas right now than I was going into the A&M game, if I'm being completely honest. Um, What do you think, George? Alabama at, uh, at Arkansas. Give me Arkansas and the points. Stop. Oh, Give me Arkansas. Give me the son bags. of a Give me the hogs. I, Give them to. I think it's. I do think it may not go twelve rounds, but it'll go a good nine ten. It'll go a good nine ten. Alabama. They'll they'll take some licks. They'll win on the scorecard. I think split decision goes to Alabama, but it's not going to be a. I think it's within seven, maybe ten points. All right, that's that's two of us, and counting me, that's three of us. Go to Bet Rivers. Go to Bet Rivers, uh, and and place that bet right there, baby. Arkansas plus seventeen and a half. Oh, Are you yeah. kidding me, Hack? What do you got, Bob? Yeah, I I mean I got Bama, but I I mean I think that number's too much. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's Glenn. Rich. I love you, bro. No, 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 that's okay. Rich hey, number, man. Look, only only a fool. Only a fool like me would pick Arkansas, man. I, I really do. I, I think I think Arkansas gets this game at home. Um, I, I think Alabama, they got tested by Texas. I know Arkansas significantly better uh, than Texas. I think the, I think Alabama's struggles on the road are real um, for whatever reason. Uh, you know, I think the fact that they are – I think the fact that Alabama is 
is missing that the chemistry because I know they got dudes, but missing the chemistry between Bryce Young and their skill players. I think they roll up a bunch of yardage between the twenties, but I think it comes into play in a big way on third down, and it comes into play in a big way in the red zone. And I think Arkansas keeps this thing close. And Cam Little, who kicked it off the upright last week versus uh, A and M, I think he has a, kicks a field goal. No it. time on the clock to win this Joker. I bet you Alabama. I bet you Alabama's tight ends have a big night this week. Mm, nice slow note. Nice slow note. I bet you Alabama's tight ends have. A what big makes night. you say that? I just think so. Okay. It's about time. <laughs> it's about time they do. Random I know note, Bill. But I, I know Bill. I think they're. That's one of their more veteran groups. Position yeah. groups per se. Position groups yeah. per se. Um. And and I and I know Bill likes to find find creative ways to get them involved, especially if he's down. Um. Getting in a rhythm. Um, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a matchup to watch. Safeties, linebackers running on those guys. Dagan, I'm going Arkansas. Who you going, bud? Well, Clint, I respect the Arkansas the Arkansas pick backing your boys, but but I'm no fool. Uh, give me Alabama, but 17 and a half is way 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 too much. Y'all pull y'all's money. Y'all pull y'all's money and give me Yo, a bottle of Don Julio. Oh, whoa, 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 you. We're we're talking the money line, not the flat out winner, correct? Yeah. No, yeah, the, the money, no, line, that, is the money the line is the winner. Yeah, well, I, I'm well, picking Alabama, but Arkansas to cover. Same, okay, same. I was just making sure that was an awfully confident Arkansas call there. I thought you were going all in. And I wanted to <laughs> no, get some no, of that no. money. <laughs> no, right. everybody, everybody's taking Ar- uh, Arkansas in the points. I'm taking Arkansas straight up money line. So I'm going to be the one cashing that big dog at the end of the night. All right. More since, y'all done, since y'all done pissed me off, let's run through the rest of these some bitches. 22, Wake Forest at 23, Florida State. G, what you got, man? Wake Forest, short and sweet. Heck. Going with the Demon Deacons. Damn, I'm going to make up some ground on you some bitches this week. I'm going I'm going with Florida State, baby. Oh, my Seminole. God. Ooh, I wish I had some of that money. Come on, I'm going Florida State. Dagan, where are you going? Well, I, I was going to go Florida State, right? Because there's obviously you know a lot going on in Florida right now. Um, and I thought there was going to be some weather going on in this game. So I thought run game was going to be big here. But then I looked at the weather. It's going to be beautiful in Tallahassee. Yep. Sam Harmon is going to light it up. Give me Wake yep. Forest. There you go, Dagan. There you go, Dagan Hughes. There you go. I'll put your pom-poms up, George. Put your pom-poms <laughs> up, man. All right, let's go. go Another SEC matchup. Kentucky, number seven, Kentucky at number 14, Ole Miss. Gee, your boy, Lane Kiffin. Don't know who the hell's quarterbacking down there, but he's running the shit out of the rock. Who you got? What's the line, sir? <laughs> Ole Miss minus seven. Oh, no. This is Kentucky with the win and – Boy, and the cover. This is Kentucky both ways. That's Kentucky a big number. Ways. You sure that's right, Dagan? That's that is a hundred percent right. It is the lock of the week. It's got to be Kentucky plus lock. Oh, it's gotta lock. Be. I'm hammering Michigan. I'm hammering <laughs> Arkansas, and I'm hammering this game, dude. Hell, <laughs> come on, baby. Appreciate it, baby. I got Kentucky winning this ball game, and uh, I, I agree. I mean, I think they're tested. Uh, Ole Miss isn't. Um, I got Kentucky. Yeah. Big. I, I got Kentucky as well. I, look, I, I think Ole Miss is playing with fire when you when you got a guy like Stoops across the across the field from you. That, that he's gonna he's gonna be able to dial things up to stop the run. Maybe not as a whole. They may run for a bunch of yards, but in critical moments, 
He's going to have his guys dialed up, and he's going to stop the run. He's going to force this thing into – who's even quarterbacking for Ole Miss right now? The Dark kid? I think it's yeah. Jackson, Jackson Dart. Dart. Yep. Jackson, Jackson Dart, yeah. I, I mean, look, if they're running for 280 a game, Jackson ain't doing damn it. So, um, I, I like I like Mark Stoops. Kentucky in this ballgame as well. Dang, what you got, bud? Kentucky. I already, I already kind of gave it away. Lock of the week, Kentucky all the way. So, I hope, I hope, we're, I hope we're right because if a lot of people are relying on us, man, we're all going yeah. to Kentucky. All right, look, we we got a rematch, rematch of the Big 12 championship last week. We talked about it earlier. We broke it down earlier. Number nine, Oklahoma State at number 16, Baylor. Baylor is minus two in this ballgame. George, what do you got? Baylor, all the ways. Green and gold, baby. Hack. Speaking with your heart, I got Oakland State. <laughs> I agree. I like, I like, uh, mm. I like what that Saunders kid's doing, man. I don't know what the hell I, you know, I just I think the system, what they got him doing, what they're asking him to do, he's been doing it at a pretty efficient clip this year. So, yeah, he's he's uh he's balling. I, I don't know who he's been doing it against, but he's balling. So we'll see if he can keep that rolling. I'm going Oklahoma State as well. Um, clearly, I got him picked to be in the damn college football playoffs and winning the Big Twelve. So I, they got to win this. Still trying to figure happen. out which playoffs you're talking about that they're going into, but that's another <laughs> show. That's another show. George, I ain't going to tell you again. You just keep hoping Oregon State shows up in Utah, bud. <laughs> uh, all right, Dagan, what do you got? Well, Clint, I'm with you on uh, – I won't go as far to say they're going to make the playoff, but I like Oklahoma State to win the Big 12. Uh, but good thing they can make it with a loss because uh, I got Baylor in September. Give me Oklahoma State in the rematch in December. But tonight, uh, this weekend, I got Baylor. Mm. All right, last but not least, the big ball game this week, number 10, NC State. At number five, Clemson. Clemson minus seven. George. Wolfpack. Oh wow. Wolfpack. You got you got to give me more than just a damn Wolfpack. I mean, give me give me give me thirty seconds worth. Shit. I just think that there are a couple programs that have been on the doorstep long enough. Then they made the necessary changes, had the consistency. They've been strong in recruiting. Every year they've gotten that one monster they need to knock down. NC State is there; they are that program. It's probably six, eight program in America that are ready to go from middleweight to heavyweight. NC State is that program. It takes a catalyst. They have him and Devin Leary, and they got all a whole complement around him too. And they already beat this team last year. They already have that confidence. They don't talk about what if could, you know. We hope. They talk about what actually concrete took place. And if every man in this building and them secretaries step up, bow up, we'll get them again. Uh, they do not have any flinch towards the Clemson Tigers. And I just think they're a better well-oiled machine on offense. Heck, you, you, your ears are all right, Bob? You, you, you ready? <laughs> Who you got? NC State at Clemson. Last year, man. George talking a lot about last year. What about the last <laughs> 10 years, man? God. I'm going Clemson, man. Go Tigers. They're rolling right now. They're rolling right now. I, I think I think the I think the weight game gave them a lot of confidence. I like I, I think DJ played well when he needed to. I think he did a good job of winning over some of that locker room from a mentality standpoint. Figuring some stuff out, like I said, on the outside, winning some 50-50 balls. Um, I don't think Clemson's gonna let them get them twice. They ain't there yet. I'm gonna ride NC State. And that, Come on. that was that was my pick before, and George, you made me feel better about it talking about that damn quarterback. And no, I'm be, for real. Like I, like I just I watched Clemson last week, and why DJ 
answered the critics and had a had a hell of a football game. Guys, I, I am I am dead ass serious when I talk about Clemson and like I I just they're not as dominant man to man at the wide receiver position as they used to be. And I just don't I know I know I'm sure they're all gonna be NFL guys. I'm sure I know we all think highly of them, but that defensive front allowed Wake Forest and no disrespect to Wake Forest, but Wake Forest shouldn't have the dudes that can stand up for four quarters in a shootout against Clemson's defensive front when they're supposedly the best in America kind of deal. So that really that's that was the deciding factor for me. I I think Clemson's a different Clemson. I think they're a less dominant Clemson. I think they're more vulnerable right now than they have been in the past. And I think NC State gets them. Dagan, what do you got, brother? Well, Hack, you and I uh, don't see eye to eye on the stats. So I'm throwing out the stats for this one. I'm going to Hacks. What's on the field? Give me Clemson. Let's roll. Mm. If what's on the field, you be coming to the Wolfpack, no. sir. Nope. Absolutely nope. not. Nope. Nope. Give me, give me Clemson. No. Hey, Clint, and, and, Clint, and, get us out of here. And let it, <laughs> let it be noted, I like Hacks. I like Hacks' stat about last 10 years. Last year's game, more of these kids were a part of than what happened back in 2012. I'm Just want to let that be known. You can, that's okay. That you can known. live in 2021. I'm living in 2022. I'm still going with Clemson. And, and so be it. <laughs> Hack, are you done? I'm running this son of a bitch. If you want, if you got a last, if you got a rebuttal, you can have it. What time is this game? Prime time. 7:30. Prime time. 7:30. It'll be the game. It will be going on right after it. George and Hack, you can go at it. Can't wait. I'm telling mm-hmm. you right now, man. Death Valley's gonna be rocking. Mm-hmm. I hope chance. it goes to 12 rounds. It's gonna I, be. I mean, beautiful. it'd be good if it does. It'd be good if it does. It'd be good if it does. All yeah. right, boys. It's been a great night. I'm Clint, Clint Sterner for my man George Whitfield, my man Christian Hackenberg, and the stat nerd in the back that you couldn't see but you could hear. Dagan, love you, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks everybody for listening once again. Subscribe, like, text, tweet, hook up with us, hang out with us. We're powered by Bet Rivers. Check out the merch store, field of 68.shop. Um, and hey, we'll be back tomorrow night. Don't know who it's going to be, but they're going to be spitting fire, baby. Till tomorrow, we love you.